Hi, I'm Anita Annabelle and you're listening to The Good Chat, a podcast with honest conversations all in the name of, well, a good chat. It was so bad what happened to me that was either end my life or just like live life. One of the biggest things I think I've learned doing from my life is life, life's about giving. It's about giving back. For a while there, we were compared to like the Hilton sisters, which is hilarious when you saw us skateboarding up at Cronulla barefoot. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Good Chat. I am your host, Anita Annabelle. On today's episode, I sit down with comedian Josh Hawkins, who is also known as Hi Josh. We chat about his rise to fame from pastor of a youth church to online video viral sensation. Now, we actually pre-recorded this episode quite a while ago, and since then, Josh and his wife Kat have welcomed their second child, a beautiful little girl named Bobby. She is also little sister to the cutest kid ever, oh my god, the cutest, her big sister Billy. Now, if you want some extremely wholesome content, make sure you check out Josh's Instagram. It's also very, very, very funny. There's a link in the show notes. We also chatted about the videos which made him famous, how he comes up with these ideas, and of course, I giggle the whole way through. So, please welcome my next guest, Josh. Hi, Josh Hawkins. One, two, three. G'day, my name's Josh. This is my mate, Reese. G'day. Now, we're from Australia. We love a good chat, mm-hmm. but not for too long. So, what us Aussies have gone and done is abbreviated everything. Australia. Australia. Football. Footy. Tennis ball. Tenno. Biscuit. Bicky. Chocolate. Chocky. Chocolate. Biscuit. Chocky Bicky. Mm. Mm. McDonald's. Macca's. Laptop. Lappy. <laughs> ACDC. Akadaka. Devastated. Defo. Definitely. Defo. Morning tea. Monos. No one has ever said that. I say that all the time. What time is it? Monos. Get a bicky. Afternoon. Arvo. This afternoon. Savo. Dinner. Dindins. <laughs> Breakfast. Brekkie. Service station. Servo. Petrol. Petty. Bottle shop. Bottle Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Bowling club. Bolo. Garbage man. Garbo. Postman. Posty. RSL. Ari or Rissol. Smoke break. Smoker. Registration. Regger. Aggressive. Agro. Pregnant. Preggers. Wollongong. <laughs> Swimming costume. Cozzy. Mosquito. Mozzie. Tracksuit pants. Tracking pants. We're so bogan. Hopefully you've learned how to speak Aussie. Australian. So you can have shorter combos. Conversations. That's how to Do you happen. wanna give a bit of a plug? Uh, oh. But this guy's an actual actor. Check out his page here. See you next time. See you later. See you later. Pardon me, boy. Is that the Chattanooga choo-choo? Yeah. Hi, Josh. I love saying that. Hi. Hi. I love hi, Anita. Say- I love saying hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. It's so clever. Hi. <laughs> it's clearly... You're the first person to do that as well. Am I really? Oh, apparently I'm not the first person to do that, everybody, which is exceptionally <laughs> hurtful. And uh, he gave me the look of dread. Anyway, I am so thrilled to be having you on this podcast. I met you at a MAPS thing, Married at First Sight, which we were just talking about, weren't we? Married at First Sight season six, only the only season of Married at First Sight that gave me heart palpitations. And you, yourself? <laughs> I needed a shower after that season. Like I needed a shower after every episode. I, I was know. like, oh, my gosh. Luckily, they haven't been able to top it, right? Luckily, yeah, I guess so. 
Um, so that is a big part of your bread and butter. You are such an incredible content creator and I know you are the most humble content creator that I know. And um, I really, yes. <laughs> and your story is so fascinating to me. So I really want to start at the beginning. You're so funny. You're so on the money, but it always shocks me that you started your life, your career as a as pastor. a baby. No. Oh. Yes, as a baby. How was it coming out? Uh, no. <laughs> you started your life as a pastor. Please, I'm, I, I say that like it's bolognese. Pastor? How do you say it? No, pasta is fine. <laughs> a pasta. Pasta. Pastor. <laughs> so can you please let's start at the beginning and talk to me about how you became a pastor? And how you got yep. to be to where you are now? Uh, yeah, well, like I finished school, like you know, a lot of people do, um, and then I, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I knew I didn't want to go to uni because I didn't have I, I didn't have like an interest, and I saw a lot of people like do uni, and then they're like, did, like didn't use the degree or whatever. So I'm like, I'm all, all about time saving. You know, I don't want to waste three years of my life and then, you know, not use whatever I was doing. So, uh, yeah, then at one point I was like, okay, Josh, what do you like to do? And at that point I was like a youth leader at a, you know, youth group at church. I loved it. I loved doing that, um, you know, leading a bunch of kids, going on camp, you know, doing games and, and whatnot. Um, so I was like, well, Josh, like maybe you could do that. Which I've got to tell you, so my dad was a youth pastor mm. and I was like trying to run as far away as I could from that. You know what I mean? So like, just cause it was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want it to be like too obvious that my dad was a youth pastor and then I become a youth pastor. Um, but the reality was, I was like, I really love this stuff. Like, I think I'm good at it. Um, so I bit the bullet and went to, I did a degree. I went to study at a Bible college, um, which is actually a thing. How on <laughs> earth is that a thing? So I grew up with a, <laughs> I grew up with a religious family, uh, Catholic grandmother, very, very, very Catholic mm -hmm. grandmother. Um, but I, <laughs> super Catholic, <laughs> super Catholic, super so Catholic, Catholic. <laughs> um, so to the point of Catholic guilt follows me everywhere, but, um, so wow. yep. <laughs> everywhere, um, so, so how, what, what does that involve? What does, what is Bible college? Was it Bible college? It's Bible college. Bible college. Yeah, what does Bible that involve college. for three years? What is, what is three years? Three years. I mean, you learn the Bible <laughs> and you learn church history, which is far out. It's insane. Um, Cause the church is, is a weird place and, you know, bad things have happened because of the church. Good things have happened because of the church. So um, yeah, you do like church history, you figure out, you know, where did things come from? Um, you know, what kind of different beliefs are there? Um, world religions, like you learn about other religions, oh, wow. Old Testament, Greek. I did a little bit of Greek, uh, cause you know, the Bible is half written in Greek. Of course. Um, ridiculous. Like I didn't want to do Greek, but I had to do <laughs> Greek. So, uh, did a bit of that. 
um, I mean, it's, it's, you never stop learning about that stuff. It's mm. so like three years is short. Um, and, and even then you still like, ah, oh, I got a lot of questions. Um, but yeah, I mean, all those kind of topics, um, you know, you'd go deep into like one book, you like figure out who wrote it, why they wrote it. How do we know that they wrote it? What's the like evidence that they wrote? Like, it's all this stuff that, um, I guess you don't really think of, you just think, oh, it's the Bible. Surely you just read it and you know it. It's like, nah, <laughs> no. I always find that people who um, are of Christian faith know different passenger, pass, passengers, know different, yeah, passages. different passengers. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know that every time I'm like, I, I fuck up, you're going to like just jump on board. That's my job, you know. <laughs> Which is so. Watching The Bachelor, it's like if you misspeak, that's my content. <laughs> I've literally just given you it, like a week's worth of content. <laughs> I did it. I did it to my cousin who's 10 the other day, went to the zoo and she's like, oh, the wobblies. <laughs> and she was trying to say wallabies. I was like, ah, oh, that's just too cute. I always find it really interesting those who are of Christian faith, know passages and also Psalms from the Bible. How do you know which one to use? Like where does that source of knowledge come from? Well, short answer is I don't, like, I don't have it memorized. Like I don't, as much as I studied for three years and then was like a pastor for five years, like <clears throat> there's so, so, so much that I don't know, which is like, it's like, you don't read the Bible and then you finish the Bible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you read it level complaining. and then you read it again. Yeah. And it's like, you see different things and you learn more and then, you know, based on different periods of your life, it affects you differently because you read it in a different light. Like becoming a father, you read certain things differently. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there's a, there's a lot that I don't know, but um, like Psalms is a book of the Bible, <laughs> as you mentioned, Psalms. Um, Not Kim Kardashian's so yeah, son. Is it is one of them Psalms? Sure is. Yeah. North Saint. Is there? She's got some Chicago Saint. Psalm. Yeah. And there's another one, isn't there? No, there's four. North Saint Chicago Psalm. How have you not okay, used this as go. content? I don't know. I tried the Kardashians once. Oh yeah, how did that it's go? Just, it, it was fine. It's just I didn't really enjoy it. No, you've said before that you never wanted to be a Christian comedian, but that you wanted to be a comedian who was Christian. Ooh, that sounds like a, what a smart person would it's say. It's a very, very smart thing <laughs> that you said. And it's like, I think that I find that so fascinating because the content that that Married at First Sight, The Bachelor, I mean, there is some seriously smutty comp- content on that. And so, like, I just, I, I really have this, this kind of question, like, how do you differentiate between mm. what is morally correct? What's appropriate? What's appropriate? Yeah. That's a really good question. Uh, I think it's, it's always a wrestle. I think, like, regardless of whether you're a Christian or not, it's like, you know, especially now in 2021, like, there's certain jokes that people aren't cool with, even though they're jokes. Um, And obviously that gets pushed like way too far where, you know, you can't say anything, but like, I think there is, 
there is a point where, you know, everyone's got something that they won't joke about because, you know, because it might be a bit too offensive or there's, you know, you don't want to pick that battle with people because, you know, how do you justify saying certain things? But, um, and some people do it really well and, and they can talk about any kind of topic. Um, but I think for me, well, for me, it's like, as long as I'm not, um, as long as I'm not like degrading someone mm. or putting someone down or like it, it, there's kind of that level. And I'm not saying that I've never done that or that I don't kind of get close to it, but even, you know, probably bachelor is the closest I would get to, like we were talking about before, like if someone misspeaks, like <laughs> that's my content. Um, which, you know, I guess some people could say, oh, well, that's making fun of them. It's like, yeah, but there's a difference between, you know, making fun of a little mistake rather than like, oh, that person's really fat and so I'm going to say something about Yeah, like putting them down as a person, like going personal, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, and, and again, like, uh, like sometimes I ride the line and sometimes I'll be filming something and I'll think of a joke and I'm like, I'll be like, nah, that's too far, even though it's funny. Or <laughs> my wife will be like, mm, that's probably like pushing the limits. And I'll be like, okay. Um, so it's always that conversation in my head, certainly of like, you know, how far, well, not how far can I go, but how can I make sure that this isn't, that, you know, the person that could be watching this doesn't feel like they're the butt of the joke. Mm. Um, that's really important. And like, that's been good, especially with The Bachelor, to be able to chat to people over the years and meet them in real life and some of the maths people and for them to be like, thank you for doing those videos because that actually helped with, like, the weight of everything else. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. So instead of being part of, you know, the media, writing articles and having a go at people, it was like this lighthearted way of them being able to enjoy their their moment on those shows. I think my favorite thing that you do is the bad lip reading. Actually, no, I, I love your mm -hmm. new I love your new TripAdvisor videos as well. They're hilarious. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Because they're all real comments, right, on the TripAdvisor videos. Absolutely. How do you get away with that? Because you're you're dealing with real people who have written these actual comments. What do you mean? How do I get away with it? I mean, there are some comments that are really, really stupid and you're like obviously making fun of that person. Absolutely. <laughs> you're like, what is the question? Well, <laughs> what is the question here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the cool thing about that project is like everyone knows like review, internet reviews are this weird place where it's like, you know, should we have reviews? Because the things that come through are just like so ridiculous. Um, but I think that's a good thing. It's like, well, first of all, everyone that's written them has written them in, in a public arena. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I found someone's private thoughts. It's like, no, no, no. These people have willingly put their, their thought out there. Um, and it's, but for me, it's not necessarily that they've written something stupid because that's not necessarily true. It's that they've chosen to write something about whatever that thing is. <laughs> um, so that's why I like finding like 
really random places that people would have reviewed. So like the ATM in Bondi, a Westpac ATM. So someone's written like, I love Westpac ATMs, my favourite ATMs. And it's like, who thinks after like getting money out, it's like, oh, that's such a good experience. I really need to tell the internet and like getting on Google reviews and like, you need to visit this ATM. Like that is like the perfect bit of content. Because again, it's not making fun of them. It's just like, that's such a funny concept that someone would review an ATM. Um, so it's kind of finding those those weird, funny, like weirdly negative, sometimes weirdly positive about certain things. Um, and then again, making a joke when people aren't joking is great. <laughs> it's like saying something with an inflection that could totally change the meaning. <laughs> You're so genius. Yeah. It's such a genius uh, way of doing comedy. And, you know, it really makes me... It, it reminds me so much of Chris Lilly. And Ooh. have you been compared to, compared to Chris Lilly before? Uh, yes and no. I just like, think... But yeah, yes and no. It's, I mean, very highly controversial that I'm even saying this because obviously there's a lot of controversy surrounding Chris Lilly. But I think that, you know, it's, it's more... What reminds me of it is the genius factor. It's that really intelligent comedy that you're, you're looking at the world and you're going, this is how it is, and everyone goes, yeah, this is exactly how it is. I think that's the genius in your comedy. I think my head is getting a little bit too big. <laughs> my beanie's just feeling a bit tight at the moment. I don't know why. <laughs> the ego is just like the ego is just expanding, expanding, expanding. But it's true though, because you know, I I can sometimes be really funny and very witty. Or I say I like to think so, but I'm not. I don't think I'm intelligently funny. And I think that it's sure. like with your videos, you know, with the How to Speak Australian. It's so genius because you're literally taking something that everybody in this country knows and you're like, oh, well, yeah. let's just make a random video about it. And then it went yeah. into a viral sensation, became a viral sensation. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool world. I, th- I think that's why I like TikTok at the moment is it, it's given a lot of people access to create really genius little videos um and there's just i mean there's so many people doing tiktok but there's you know there's a a handful that i I watch their stuff i'm like this is like this is genius you know professional high quality writing and then execution and it's like you know you would be writing for like snl back in the day or whatever but now they're just making tiktoks and it's it's like cool everyone's kind of got this um this platform to just i don't know create a talent or show or or have like a platform where they can show their talent which is awesome i love it and it's such a creative expression of who people are especially in this day and age which i absolutely adore and let's talk about the how to speak australian video because that was really the video that made you go viral right well, no. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Who's your researcher? Um, it's me and obviously <laughs> terrible at it. What was the one before it? So 
That was the second um, viral video. Oh, sorry. The sorry. It's the, the second one that went over 224 million <laughs> viewers. Sorry. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> the first one was two months before that, and that was uh, me throwing things over my oh, shoulder. Oh, of course. I do remember this. Silly me. Yes. <laughs> You're just too good at everything. <laughs> The trick shots. Yeah. That's right, because you were throwing the it from shots. from different um, angles from everywhere, right? Just different household items. Yes, you know, like the toilet roll, the toothbrush, a knife, <laughs> a knife, toast. Oh <laughs> I love how you just throw. But it yeah, a they, knife. <laughs> they were <laughs> a knife. They were um, those two videos are really close together, which yeah, like you're right. Those. Before I was just kind of doing it as a hobby. Mm. I had like 700 followers on Facebook, you know, just killing the game. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, these two videos within two months um, just kind of exploded. And so I, I think after that time I had maybe 20,000 Facebook followers, um, oh my God. which was like huge. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, I've made it. Um <laughs> And then, and then at that point I was like, okay, maybe, maybe we should take this a bit more seriously rather than just like some side hobby. Um, yeah. And that kind of pushed me to do, you know, the bachelor content and then some other weird stuff. And then maps came out of somewhere and yeah, it's been, it's been very fun. It's, it looks fun and you do such an incredible job. Do you get recognized? Cause you're in South Australia now. I don't know why I put those two things together. <laughs> Do you get recognised, but not in South Australia? <laughs> do you get yeah, Do you yeah. get recognised on do the they street? Have the internet down there? They do, don't they? They do, right? Or are you on dial-up right now? <laughs> um, uh, they've just just got uh, uh, NBN. a modem. <laughs> one modem for the town. One modem for the whole There's town. One Adelaide modem. You got to plug it in. Wait your turn. Adelaide, please don't um, hate me. Yeah, every so often I will get recognised. But I don't like, I don't go out often, not because I'm like some weird hermit, but it's like <laughs> got a baby and like, you know, going out is a bit of an effort. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but yeah, every now and then, actually someone walked past our house yesterday and um, recognised me through the window. <laughs> Which is a bit scary. That's actually so weird. <laughs> yeah, because we took all the blind. When we bought the house, we took all the blinds down and took all the door, like the inside doors off. So we don't have have any doors. Or we don't have any blinds. So it's very uh, visible from the road. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably put some blinds up. Um... Yeah, we'll get, there. we'll get there. Next for waiting for are you just waiting for baby and then be like, oh, we'll we'll get to this. That's what happens when you have a baby. <laughs> we'll get to this. <laughs> we'll get to this. We'll get to I'll just it. do my maths yeah. videos first and then we'll get to this. So people are literally watching Pri you. Yeah, priorities. One thing that I also really adore about you um is how humble you are, but also Dear God, you've got some balls to tackle these huge shows. You're looking at me. You should see his face. Do you reckon it takes? Do you reckon it takes balls? I think it takes guts to put yourself out there the way that you that you do. 
it takes guts to go into a pop culture show, tackle pop culture shows and go, here's my take on it and be even more popular than the shows themselves sometimes. <laughs> and you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Have you always had this confidence or where did this confidence come from? I. <laughs> that's such an interesting question. Because I, I, I wouldn't say that I have, I'm not like a confident person. Mm. Like, I don't know. I mean, there's not that many confident people really. Um, and if they are, it's like, because they're not confident. So they're just, I don't know, putting on an, a face. <laughs> That's the best way to be sometimes. Um, no, like I was terribly, terribly shy as a kid, like weirdly, mm. weirdly shy um, and had very, very little confidence. Um but then I think like early high school, I kind of thought about it. I was like, like, why, why do you, like, why be afraid of people and like what they think about you? Um, and then the answer was like, there's no point <laughs> kind of answer my own question. Yeah. Um, so, th- so then I just started to kind of like not care as much Um and just kind of do my own thing and have, just have fun. It's like, okay, what do I want to do? Okay. I'm going to go do that. No matter, no matter what people think. Um, and, and again, like just not care what people think. And so it's not like I've arrived and like, yeah, I don't care what people think at all, <laughs> but it certainly, it certainly helps me a little bit to, to think about that stuff and think like, well, it, like people really aren't thinking about you as much as you think they are. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. Very true. It's like, and, and that is, can be so crippling. It, I mean, it, it, it affects or could affect everyday life. It's like, you know, you look in the mirror in the morning and you're like, you can think a thousand thoughts of like, oh, I've got to change that before I, anyone sees me. And it's like, well, imagine if you didn't have to change any of that before anyone saw you. Like imagine if you didn't have to worry about that. And so I like, for me, it's a challenge. It's like challenging myself to not worry about those things. Um, Cause yeah, it's kind of a waste of time. Um, and so on the content side of things, like I, for me, it's all about like the end product. So like at one point I, I really wanted to dance in the background of sunrise. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, like, I just thought, man, I love when people do that. Because, like, to me, that's confidence. Like, when you see people on the news and they're like. Yeah, and they don't care, right? That, I'm like, I want to be like that, right? (laughs) Um, Although, but my heart is saying, that's not me. Like, I'm, like, hide away. But, again, like, this is a really good example. It's like, okay, I want to be that guy. I want to see, I would want to see that happen. So, I guess everyone else would want to see that happen. So, I'm going to go do it and I'm going to go stand in the back behind Koshi's little head, dress up in like an eighties, like power suit with a drawn on mustache and a ponytail. And, um, and during it, I'm like, Oh, this is so awkward. I hate doing this. But like the goal, cause I knew what the goal was and to, and the goal was to get footage of me as a dirty eighties man. <laughs> like dancing in the back of sunrise, that was like motivation of like, 
it's the right thing to do. So just do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is so uh, incredible and bold. Yeah. And good for you because it was hilarious. <laughs> I can't yeah. stop giggling. Everyone's going to be like, this is like an interview of Benita giggling. Like, because you're so, it's so true. Like, you so, bring so much joy to so many people. Thanks. I think that's my answer to your question of the confidence thing. It's like, it's not confidence. It's, I know what the right thing to do is. And even if I feel uncomfortable for half an hour, like, I think it's worth it for, like you said, the joy that people might get out of it or whatnot. Um, and that comes down to everything. It's like, I don't want to have, I don't want to like talk to people. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like if I go to like my church and there's someone new, it's like, it's not that I want to talk to that new person because I'm, I'm still shy on the inside, but I know that the end result is them feeling good because someone's chatted to them, me feeling good because I met someone new. Um, and so even though it's like for me as like an introvert, it's uncomfortable, like I push myself to do it because I know it's the right thing to do. It's so cool because there's not a lot of people who would do that. I mean, I'm a very confident person. Um, I am an introvert in the way that I go home and I will recharge, but mm. mostly I'm, I yeah. can just talk to anybody. If you put them in front of me, I can talk to a chair, like, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's And it's very, it's, it's such a fun way to be, but it's exhausting. And sometimes, <laughs> I but I also do get real serious anxiety before I go to events or if I have to talk to someone and stand with someone really yeah. awkwardly, like I always have to break the silence by saying something. Yeah. But I wanted to touch on before, it's so interesting about that fear thing because one thing that I learned literally yesterday, I heard the term fear is frozen fun. Cool. <laughs> it's so it's true. true. And what is so cool is that you just went, well, I have this fear but I'm going to do it anyway. And that seems like, seems to be a little bit your motto. Yeah. Feel the fear. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Nike. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's like a, that's, yeah, a summary of what we just said. Hey, I just realized what just do it is. Huh. There you go. It's pretty smart. It's pretty smart. And so. That's why Nike's huge. They're huge. They are huge. In terms of this fear, like, do you feel like you're much more confident than you ever were? Do you feel like, you know, you said you were a pretty shy person. Do you feel, what's the difference between when you first started with the flip video, um, which was your first video, <laughs> not the How to Speak Australian, do your research. <laughs> and <Get> then, right. <laughs> so, you know, how has your confidence changed from that video to now? Yeah, I think practically um, I never would have called myself a comedian because I was like, that's not me. Like, you know, I know what a comedian is and that's not me. Um, so like when I, like I said before, when I kind of had these few viral videos and got started to get a following, I'm like, okay, maybe I should, you know, have a cover photo and and kind of label myself on Facebook. Um, I would always choose like entertainer or, or something random because the thought of calling myself comedian was like, so it was just so beyond my confidence. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, after a while um, of getting 
of like continuing to do my thing and getting confidence. Um, I was like, you know what? I, I am a comedian. There's totally different comedians out there. Like you got stand ups, you got um, you know TV show writers and actors, um, and now you've got social media comedians, mm. um, and that's and that's like a legit thing. Um, so that's one thing that I think's changed since you know starting out doing this stuff. Um, I think also confidence of managing my like the the money side of my inadverted commas brand. Yeah. Um, I've in the last two years I've I've gained a lot of confidence. Even in the last like couple of months, where. Um, you know, having those awkward conversations about money with brands wanting to do videos and, you, you know, you always undersell yourself, you always yeah. undercharge and then you hate yourself. <laughs> and, you know, at the moment, like now I'm so much more confident in, you know, this is what I'm worth. Um, you know, I do a good job and I work really hard. I'm very re- reliable and so... Um, I'm not just going to kind of give in, you know, during negotiations mm. or like have someone else tell me what I might be worth, um, which is a huge thing. Like I, you know, all my creative friends who do their thing, like maybe they're artists or musicians, like everyone goes through that struggle of like, you know, I'll do it for free. And it's like, no, 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 you're worth more than that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'll charge a couple of hundred dollars. It's like, no, 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 no. Like you've put 20 hours into this, like you're not worth two a dollar an hour. Um, so that's just taken me a long time. And I guess, you know, having a few runs on the board to be able to say, this is what I'm worth. And I'm, and, you know, happy to negotiate, but also I'm not going to, you know, do things for free or whatnot. Well, you can't anymore, except for this podcast. You can't anymore. Um, because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bill will be in the mailbox later, obviously. Um, you can't anymore. Like when you've, you're, you know, you've got this talent, you've got this brand, there's just no way that you can, you know, go out there and just do it on your own. Um, sorry, do it for free because yeah. you're worth, and this is such a big lesson for everybody listening. It's like we all have to value ourselves and value what we can do. Mm. And you put in hours mm-hmm. and hours and hours and hours and hours, you know, and no one should ever expect you to do this to do this kind of stuff for free, except for yourself. Obviously, yes. do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then Absolutely. again, you should still pay. And, yeah, and I, but I think that's a life thing. Like, you know, watching the last maths season, I'm like, far out. If you don't value yourself, and if you don't know your worth. Ooh, yeah. then you will let people w- like walk all over you and and you you kind of know you know it's the wrong thing at, you know and you know doing things for free you know that you're going to hate yourself <laughs> after it um but it all you know it starts with being able to say no it's like no 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 i know what i'm looking for i know what i'm worth and so anything below that i'm actually not going to accept um, and it's really sad when it happens in relationships, but it's exactly the same principle. Mm. What is the yeah. most challenging part of taking on reality TV and what has been the best part? Oh, probably just the, like, the consistency. The, uh, there's a word that I'm trying to find. Um, 
you know, for the for when bachelor season is here, it's like two nights a week for like three months or whatever it might be. Um, and then maths, oh my goodness, <laughs> it's four nights a week, four nights a week for three months or something stupid like that. So um, it's it's a busy time, like to do it properly. And I like this season, I did it properly where I watched every episode. I like made notes every episode. I downloaded it. like. <laughs> It's that's definitely the hardest part where I'm like, oh gosh, I'm so glad it's over. Um, the what was the second the one? Best the, the, most, the, the best part. Oh, it's just like it's fun and funny, and again, it's like making being able to make some lighthearted humor around some really heavy and sometimes disgusting, mm. like not just content, but me like the media just gobbles it up and like enhances some of the problems with it. Mm. Um, which again, like we were saying before, two seasons ago, it was, it was actually heavy and disgusting and you felt like you needed to have a shower and like it was, and I like, and people were making statements about it and I thought making you know, making a statement about it because I was kind of involved. But but then I, that, through that, I was like, you know, chatting to some of the contestants and they were like, man, you know, we're just so glad that that kind of watching your stuff was a bit of an outlet from that. Yeah. I was like, oh, so there is a separation. Even though I'm involved, it's in a different way and it's, um, it's, it's not adding to the heaviness. It's actually like um, lifting a burden, very mm. biblical. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really funny. I mean, from my perspective as a journalist, and I've never, I've always kind of st- stuck to my guns morally. I find that Good. I feel very, very, I can't sleep at night if I've pissed somebody off basically. And it always, yeah, it makes good. me feel so sick that if I'm ever, ever upset anyone, because one thing that I do know, having worked in this industry for so, so long, we're dealing with real people. We're dealing mm-hmm. with real mm-hmm. lives. And no matter how much uh-huh. they've been portrayed as something on television, they're still real mm-hmm. people and the effects happens to the real person. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like so <laughs> yes. morally like I cannot write anything bad about. Yes, I'll do exactly like you. Like you make a little snide comment here and there and you'll you'll joke about the situation, but you won't yeah. ever go for the jugular because it's just not it's just not good practice. It isn't. And it's not helping anyone and it's like you know you, you need to have a balanced view of all things including bad things and it's like that's certainly not a lot of, you know, media outlets that write about this stuff. It's, it's clickbait. It's, you know, it's scandal. It's, it's all that kind of stuff. And, and people lap it up, um, which is why they write it. But I think, um, you know, it's okay to be a little bit boring sometimes. I totally agree. And you know what? It's so funny after something like Married at First Sight, which, you know, you and I both have to sit and watch every single episode. I write about it. You you, yeah. you make videos about it. I don't think people yeah. realise how exhausted we are. We actually have such severe burnout in our industry and mm. um, in media, regardless if you're a video content producer or if you're a, you're yeah. a journalist, you, the burnout is real because you literally live and breathe these people. Now we've got Big Brother and MasterChef, best shows. Because 
yes, Big Brother has the the kind of survivor aspect to it, but it's so it's it's quite PG. It's for kids, you know. It's for families and Master Chef. Sure. Hello, oh, yeah. It's like a big sigh yeah, of relief, yeah. really. Well, they're not. I mean, I don't watch it all, but they're not trying to create villains no. necessarily. And they're also supportive like, of each other. Oh God, the, it's yeah. Like, it's like watching a warm hug, Josh. <laughs> you know what show I am looking forward to? Uh, what? Uh, is it called Love on the Spectrum? <gasps> yes. Oh. Yeah. See how beautiful. Beautiful. I remember that that came out that came out just after season six of Maths, and it was like a little tonic. I was like, ah, like this. Yeah. As much as there's crazy people and, and heavy things going on. There's also beauty and like, you know, humble, beautiful people that are just so, yeah, so pure. And I feel like this time in the world with the COVID and the, you know, we've all been, we've, we need shows like Love on the Spectrum. We need shows yeah. like MasterChef. We need those shows mm. because they make us feel good. And that's why your content yeah. makes us feel good also. Thanks. Oh, my God, he gets so awkward. You should see his face. Like he does this little face <laughs> when I compliment him. I'm going to stop now because <laughs> because he gets so uncomfortable. But speaking of beautiful things, you've got this most gorgeous daughter and wife and that must be so incredible for you to have right now. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like beyond, it's beyond comprehension. You know what I mean? Well, maybe you don't know what I mean. No, I do. Like, yeah. It's kind of un- unquantifiable just how fortunate I am to have certain things in my life. Um, yeah. And it's just like, it's like every day me and my wife just like talk about how amazing our little girl is and it's like it never gets old. It's like, oh, man, how much cuter can she get? <laughs> <laughs> she's just so um, cute. And she's, um, yeah. there's been a lot of Wiggles content lately, which I've been lapping up. And also the Wiggle. the little day sparrow of like just stroking Cat's yeah. face. And that face was bro. just, oh, God. Yeah. And apart from being excellent, excellent, excellent content, how has been a dad changed your life? Um, oh, I think probably just given me more responsibility. <laughs> it's such a, like, a mathematical answer. It's like, yeah, a dependent equals responsibility. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess like that. Not that it's like, not like a pressure responsibility, but just a, it's like, okay, you know, all those things that you kind of want to sort out before you, try and teach it to someone else I think it's it's a little kick in the bum of like all right you know you know we 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 wanted to buy a house and that's part of the reason why we moved out of Sydney was so that it was possible um and not because you know we needed you know renting is fine but it's like oh now you've got someone who needs to grow up and needs to go to a school and needs to have friends and Mm. needs to have a community around them. And like, I think that's, that's all those decisions of like, all right, 
maybe we do need to find a place to to be able to settle and maybe we need to move closer to family and go to Adelaide. Um, and yeah, like, you know, when you're single or you don't have kids, like, sure, like live wherever you want, pay however much rent you want. <laughs> but I think for us, it was like, all right, no, we, we need to think about her and um, her future and just start making some decisions like that. So yeah, I think that's probably what's changed. And so do you think there'll ever be a time where you don't use your kids or cat in your content? Oh, if it was, yeah, if it was no longer fun or natural for uh, like either one of us, Mm. um, like I don't, I don't, cat, cat doesn't necessarily, she's like jumping at the gun to be in my videos. (laughs) Um, but she, she's supportive enough to know when, it would be good for her to kind of be in one. Mm. Uh, not necessarily. I'm not talking about like stories of, you know, us just going to a park. Like that's fine, obviously. But um, if if I'm shooting a video and like I, you know, I need her in it, then she's yeah, she's supportive and um, will do will be in it and does a really great job. But you know, if she's ever like, nah, I don't like, I'm not keen. I'm like. Of course, like I'm not going to force you to do anything. Um, and, yeah, and same with Billy. If, if she gets older and she's like, yeah, I don't want, you know, 100,000 people seeing me every day, <laughs> then uh, I'd be like, okay. Okay. That's fine. I like you that. Know? That's so lovely. But then you have a second child that's coming to do, you know, that good content with <laughs> until she gets over. Yeah. She or he, oh, my God, I just brought him then again. I just said she. Do you what? know what you're having? No, no, you were right. Oh. You're right. It's a girl. Oh. That's so exciting. It's a girl. It's a girl. That's it's so a woman. Cool. <laughs> it's another woman. You're going to be completely, yeah. completely, completely, completely outnumbered. Oh, yeah. I love that for Absolutely. You. But I've got lots of wigs, so I can just kind of join in. <laughs> You really do have hey a, a <laughs> You really do I'm have so, a crazy amount of wigs. I'm so organized right now. You can see behind me is my well, it's basically like props and dress ups and wigs. Wigs is in the middle there. That is and they're so all in cool. sealed sealed glad uh, bags. And then they've all got a name like the Karen is like a little short bob and like the uh, the mullet. I've got the ha- honey badger wig, which is like a little fro. Um, God, the so, honey I'm so badger. At the You're amazing. And so <laughs> I'm really curious with your content. Are you have you got any plans to take it to TV? I just feel like you'd be so good on television. But he's looking at me horrified. Everybody. <laughs> no, it's not horrified. It's it's. I've thought about it a lot. Um, and I think my, where I land is like I was talking about before, there's all different types of comedians. And I think because social media has like, the more it goes on, the more it just becomes its own beast. Mm. Um, so I actually, I actually think that it's almost completely separate to TV comedy yeah totally um yeah almost 100 percent separate um i'm sure there is some crossover but like 
it's just a different beast. And I, I've seen I've seen some people try to do um, try to kind of transfer, like go from you know people who are doing really well on social media, and then they create a show out of that. Mm. Um, and I've seen it a few times, and I've always thought, oh man, it was so much better on social media. Um, so it doesn't translate. Not that I don't. Well, in my opinion, I don't. I, I've. I don't think I've seen it done well. And because I've thought about, it, I'm like, you know, could I create, you know, what I do and make it into a show? But then I kind of see the outcome, and I'm like, it's different. There's a different, and I think there's a different feeling of sitting in your bed at 2am in the morning, scrolling and stumbling across a really, really funny bit of content. And if you put that exact same content on a TV and you tuned in at 6.30 and you put it on the big screen, there's a totally different feeling. And that's like, it's the same content. And yet I don't think it, like, I don't think social media content works on TV. Um, and I guess vice versa. I mean, you know, people use clips of shows on social media, which is fine. But, um, yeah, it's it's different. And I think, I don't know, I, I don't think it's the right move. I like, I really don't. I think if someone was like, hey, we're going to give you a TV show tomorrow, I'd be like, that's a really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I actually- I'm over here, guys. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I'm so impressed, though. That's actually such a in another again intelligent intelligent way to to think about it. You know, it's I think I'm known it's, for my brains. Yeah, you, you are so known for your brains. Um, it's so it is though. It's because it's kind of you know you could just jump the shark or whatever the term is, and and you could just go. You know what? I think it's jump ship. Yeah, I guess on the way there you could jump over a shark. <laughs> you could sell out. That's the word I yeah. was looking for. You could be a sellout. You could be a sellout, but you won't. And I'd I love, love that. to be a sellout. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> Me too, actually. Well, but if if someone's willing to pay you to be a sellout, yeah, like awesome. <laughs> but you know, it's like who who's offering anyone to be a sellout? That's true. At this point, that's true. Um. But I think, yeah, it's. Uh, I was going to say something. Um, something profound. I think. I think TV. So if you were to ask me that question five years ago, mm. you know, after the throwing video, <laughs> um, <laughs> I would have been like, "Yeah, cool. Like, maybe I build, keep building, and then um, if I'm good enough, I could make it on TV." I think now like that's that separation that chasm between old media and social media is so big that there's there's kind of no point trying and i think um old media is maybe rapidly kind of winding up a little bit it sure is um and so it's like why would you why would i or anyone jump ship like jump on a shark like make the best out of what you're in like make the best out of social media and that's that's what I'm trying to do I'm like this is my place there's it's it's legitimate um you know the grass isn't greener so like let's just go for it you nailed that that's my philosophy just do it (laughs) 
Trademark high rush. <laughs> <laughs> Jump on a shark. Jump on Trademark a shark. Anita. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you came on today. <laughs> now I'm just going to go home and lie and go, oh, God, remember when I said that? Well, how, do I, that. how do I edit that <laughs> bit out? Oh, God. Please don't. <laughs> so what – I won't, I promise. I'll walk away knowing that this was absolutely awesome, but I do have one last question for you. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. What is one piece of advice – that you would give your younger self knowing everything that you know now? Mm. How young are we talking? Do you know, I was thinking about this when I was writing it today and I knew you'd ask me and I was like, I wonder if I should give you a time frame and I'm thinking maybe even Bible college. Hey, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I went straight in. I was like, I just... It would be so interesting to hear what advice you'd give that kid who literally didn't want to follow in his dad's footsteps and is now following his dad's footsteps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What would I say to that guy? Um, Save more money. (laughs) Uh, Go see the dentist every six months. Uh, Why do I ask a comedian this? I have, yeah, <laughs> I don't have any regrets, <laughs> um, especially about my, I guess, career. Mm. Like, it's not like I would have jumped on a shark <laughs> and not done Bible college and not become a pastor and gone straight into social media. I think, like, I loved being a pastor um, and Bible college is fine. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I don't, I don't, there's no regret about that. I think um, it's just kind of been the journey and I, yeah, I wouldn't have not wanted to do that and go straight into comedy. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been good. I mean, I, you know, I sort of think maybe I could have done it earlier. Maybe I could have made some life choices earlier, but it's like, and then you just be a bit younger. and a bit dumber actually you probably wouldn't that's it yeah you would be so dumb yeah and you wouldn't have this like intelligent comedy that i just keep telling you about (laughs) this intelligent comedy stop please stop (laughs) he gets so red it's so funny it's just lies. It's lies (laughs) imagine if i had a guest that came on and i'm like well you're absolutely shit So you're known for being quite dumb. Uh, how does that <laughs> you're go? also, um, what you do is just not funny. Um, talk to me about that. <laughs> anyway, oh, being luckily, <laughs> well, you should hear what's going on Imagine in my head right honest. now. Yeah. I know. Maybe we should do this again and like just be completely honest with each other. Um, this yeah. has been an absolute treat. Thank you so much for hopping on and um, I know you're so busy and, and preparing for new baby, et cetera, et cetera. I'm really not busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's funny that people think that. I don't know why, but Oh, I'm just I'm really very not. conscious of your time, but I appreciate that you, you know, found time doing nothing to talk to me, I guess. I had just put my wigs away. And that was a successful day. Did you do that today? You did all that organising today. I actually do feel really good. That's actually such a good little behind-the-scenes little tidbit. But it looks amazing. It's It's a shame this is a podcast. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to slowly describe <laughs> my wigs and my dress-ups uh, so the listener can, you know, be involved in this. Look, I'm sure that they're absolutely thrilled. They wouldn't be listening if they didn't love you like I do. So thank you so much for being <laughs> here and um honestly it's so nice to to be in touch i always just message you when i i'm like ah that's so funny and you're so gracious and you always respond oh yeah blows my mind that people message me oh really (laughs) absolutely absolutely imagine someone just messaging you saying hey or like hey that was funny or hey like you're the best (laughs) like that's true it's so nice you're right ridiculous it's ridiculous. Well, um, I really hope that I receive a message from you telling me that I'm the best and I'm really funny one day soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna leave you, even though I don't want to, because I feel like we could just we could. I call this in my family a Filipino farewell. Like we, my mum was born in the Philippines, and they do this <laughs> Filipino farewell where like you go to the door and then you start keep talking and then you say goodbye. And an hour later, and then, yeah, an yeah. hour later you go to the car and this then you keep talking. Goodbye. This is our first goodbye. Yeah. This is probably our seventh, but um, I am gonna cut you yeah. off right now. It has been an absolute treat. Bye, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> Good chat. Good chat. Well, that was such a great chat. On the next episode, I chat to Australia's most beloved handyman and newest Senate candidate, Baz Dubois. While you may love him on The Living Room Australia, Baz is the definition of a people's person and is a humanitarian in every single way. He was so warm, so engaging and so kind and I cannot wait for you to hear this chat. And if you like this chat, you can rate, follow and review and follow me on Instagram at AnitaAnnabelle underscore and at the Good Chat Pod. See you next week.